This episode of Tags Live is brought to you by Pure. Have you ever scrolled through the pages of gimmicky personal lubricant options trying to figure out which one is going to meet your needs? Meet Pure, a range of premium personal lubricants made in Germany and formulated with the highest quality ingredients designed to maximize your pleasure. You can go to pure.us, pjur.us, get 20% off, use our promo code at checkout, Talk Gay Sex. All right, all right. What is going on? You are watching and listening to To Tags Live. Talk about gay sex, the live version. I'm your host, Steve V, reunited with co-host Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you? Yay! I'm okay. I'm back home. Hello, darling. We missed you. We missed you. I missed you so much. We were off during Thanksgiving and then... You were off. We're going to get into all of that. Uh, then we are, I was off. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are happy to... This is episode 224. If you're listening to it when this comes out on Thursday, we are a part of the Connection Zone on the Get Vocal platform. Happy to be here where we talk alongside other shows about relationships, sex, and all that fun stuff in between. So let's get into it. This is the first snow day we had here in new york and right? look at you in a tank i know right <laughs> I, so it's like i'm imagining i'm in central pay right now it's it's so warm oh. in my apartment right now he doesn't we don't play with heat here <laughs> i hear you i hear you well i've got the holiday spirit i have a little visitor a nutcracker here i decorated Yay, i see it yeah. looks lovely he, he'll make guest appearances throughout the show oh yeah does he is that who brings you your drinks is he's, that what that, what that well, is well i wish she's gonna be the shady <laughs> nutcracker when cody says something that we think is shady it's gonna he's gonna slip in and <laughs> and, look, and then he's gonna slip out. We need we need that sound from Drag Race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so look out Perfect. for him if you're watching this. He doesn't say much, so you can't really ask him much. But he, he's the shady nutcracker. <laughs> the shady nutcracker. Isn't that your nickname though? Is he taking your spot? <laughs> Listen, bitch. We can have you never come back. <laughs> Anyways, it looks like while I you were away, it looks like you were away for a while. And tell us a little bit about what went on, because I understand that you went and visited your mom in New Jersey yes. and yes. she came down with COVID. Yes, oh. it was crazy. We had a lovely Thanksgiving. We cooked, we, you know, had communion, we, we ate, we, we had pie and all the Thanksgiving things. Um, it was amazing. Th Thursday night. And then Friday in the morning, she made breakfast for me. Everything was fine. And then I had a client call. So I went into my room. Um, she made breakfast for me that, that morning as well. Um, and then when I came out from my client call, she wasn't feeling too well. So she went to bed. And then Maybe an hour later, she just hopped up every hour and went to the bathroom. She got really violently sick. Oh. It was so scary, Steve. Because the way that it came on, was the so... way that it was so sudden. Yeah. It, the way that she wasn't feeling well, she didn't want to eat. She didn't want to drink anything. Of course, I made her drink lots and lots of fluids. Good. And then I went to bed that night so stressed out. I prayed that it was uh, food poisoning 
when you pray for food poisoning, you know that is some that's some scary shit right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so then she did not feel well the next day either. I took care of her, made her eat some soup and stuff, things of that nature. Gave her plenty of fluids, and then on Monday, we, uh, Sunday, we went to go get a COVID test for her, and it came back positive. That's oh. when we found out that it was that it was COVID. And then they didn't want to take me there that day. They said that I would have to call back and to make an appointment to see if I was actually positive for COVID. And so we called back and they tried to charge me $140 to get a COVID test, Steve. Wow. It was insane. And I have insurance, but they didn't take my insurance. And it's not like I'm from across the country or another state. I'm. It's literally New Jersey to New York. Right. It was really, really, really insane that that uh, the failure that New Jersey is showing, even the whole administration, really, yeah, because I don't understand why the tests weren't uh, free at that point. Yeah, I, I know like they are here in general. Yeah, they are here. Unless you want like a rapid one, lines are around the corner, of course, but that's insane. For, how is your mother doing now? And she's. Much, much, much better. I spent the entire week taking care of her. Oh, good. And she she's moving around. She's doing much better. I was able to come home. I talked to her twice today already. So she's doing better. I felt a little bit guilty just coming home even. Well, it sounds like you were the good son. And, and you were telling me offline earlier that you finally did get yourself a COVID test. Yes, and finally got a COVID test. It came back. It came back. I was negative for COVID. So I must have the antibodies. I'll go get the antibody test probably this weekend or early next week. Right. Because what I was telling you is I think it's insane that you were with your mother for that concentrated amount of time yeah. where she it was proven that she was sick with COVID. You didn't show any signs. You didn't get sick. And in the same house and then find out you're positive or sorry, you're negative. And I, all I could say was that I think you probably have the antibodies because as we said before in the show, we both were sick in March early on at mm -hmm. the same time. We had a lot of the same symptoms. I've been tested several times and found out that I had the antibodies. Yeah. A and so I think maybe you have the antibodies too. And that's why you didn't. Here's hoping. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep everybody posted and updated. I'll keep you updated. Because yeah. It, it was really scary. I, it's when you love somebody so much and they, and they're that sick yeah. that quickly, it's just, you, you feel powerless against it. So and when please learned, everybody protect yourself. Please everybody make sure you're getting tested and, and, and wear masks. Yeah, and I know the same feeling as I order my mom's groceries. She's out in California mm -hmm. that you don't want one of your, any of your loved ones, anybody really to get this because the reality is we just don't know how it's going to affect each individual. Yeah. And if there's underlying conditions and so forth or strains for that matter, you just don't know. I said I have the antibodies and went and got my physical the other day. And found out I still have the antibodies from Mark. Better work. You and Rita Wilson. Well, you better work. <laughs> and, maybe, and perhaps you as well. Uh, I hope so. I'm really thinking that that's the case, but we'll, we shall see. So Friday, I have an appointment to go donate my convalescent blood plasma, which is an hour and a half process where I'll just be hooked up giving my blood in the hopes that 
they will be able to give this to a sick person and yeah. help them out. And so, and you do, I found out, I think you find out if they can actually use your blood after you've given it all up, but they're okay. going to be taking a pint of my blood. And I don't know what I was thinking when I booked the appointment, because I have an interview. I'm interviewing somebody that afternoon. And I thought I was Afterwards. just giving, well, yeah, but I thought I was just giving like regular blood, like a little vial of it. And I thought, you know what? I need no. to look this up. An I don't hour know. and a half? I know. I don't know what I was thinking. So I did more research and found out that it's an hour and a half. It's a pint of blood they'll be taking. Oh, my there God. There are so rules, much. of course, that you, you they want you to follow. In other words, stay hydrated. Okay, this is my last cocktail. <laughs> my one and only cocktail until Friday night. <laughs> <He's> drinking <laughs> a cocktail. As you drink cocktail, I guess this is my hydration for the week. <laughs> Listen, it's mostly... Uh, club soda and lemon with oh, a little child, bit of vodka. <laughs> and then I'm, I've been hydrating though a lot. You have to have a meal about an hour before you give okay. the blood and they'll have snacks like, you know, before I leave and I should be okay. But I will, after my interview, which is a short interview, I'll come back and rest the rest of Friday night. And that, they say, do not work out or anything like that, obviously. So okay. I will keep you posted on that, on how that goes and how if you, too, find yourself with antibodies, if you want to also give some blood plasma, they will take it. All right. Let's get into some hot gay sex topics before we get into our weekly segment called Vulnerable Voices. And interesting, Cody, did you know that gay and bisexual men are having more sex than ever, despite the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic, writes David Grant. So I did I'll, not know that. That's yeah. crazy. So it's just, they did a study at the University of Michigan did, and if you thought they write, a highly contagious, deadly respiratory virus would stop gay and bisexual men from hooking up, you thought wrong, at least according to a new study by the Center for Sexuality and Health Disparities, like I said, at the University of Michigan. Researchers surveyed about 518 gay and bi men, ages were from 18 or over, who they recruited on Grindr, Facebook, and Instagram. And they, oh. yeah, they didn't hit you up. <laughs> shady, shady nutcracker. There he is, right there. There, there he is. I actually got two messages and I ignored them. I was <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't get any messages. Nobody. Mm -hmm. No. We're going to be talking about ghosting a little later, and I know you have some. <laughs> you're weighing in on that for sure. More shady. Oh yeah, nutcracker. Well, all right. Let's get let's get serious here. This study found that right. sixty four percent of them didn't think the COVID. 19 virus was caused for scaling back in the bedroom who were these fools and 50 percent didn't even know they could catch it from a sexual partner that part what? there is crazy because it's one thing to me if you are hooking up and just putting throwing caution to the wind and in other words taking your relative risk on what you're going to yeah. do knowing that you're inundated by the news and even but like by us on risk factors on just human contact or breathing over somebody that you could get this virus. So the fact that 64% of them didn't think that COVID was a cause for scaling back in the bedroom. And then another 50% didn't even know they could catch it from a sexual partner is so high. It's bizarre. And I need for us to do better as a, as a people. 
to all across the board, not only gay people, because I'm sure straight people are having a lot of sex now too. They're right. probably hooking up just, just as much or more than we are because it's, it's, it's asinine that people are taking these risks and probably spreading the numbers are getting really insane here and what would just happen to me it really incenses me to to know that people are taking this risk with with not only their health but other people's health health as well yeah and it's one thing when you know we're going to talk a little bit of we've a lot of these topics throughout the show i know there was one person i was seeing kind of in the summer months a little bit sexually only and we had a whole conversation. He was my relative risk. I'm using air quotes that I would allow myself to see. But as they keep talking about moving into, as we've been in fall and we were warned that fall, winter, we're going to be a lot more dangerous. And the virus, like you said, I mean, there, this wave, that second wave that is much more serious that even with the antibodies, which we do know may or may not protect me. I'm like, I'm liking to think that it is, but it's not changing my hygiene and mask wearing and any of that. I'm not mm -hmm. inclined to even see that guy that I was seeing anymore. In fact, I'm not really seeing anybody. Oh, because, really? Because, yeah, because I feel like we're in that second wave where every, we're not, you know, it's one thing when I, you could, we were going to the parks and we were, you and I were lying out and uh -huh. restaurants are closing. It's cold. People are, people are just back from their, well, you're an example. People are back yes. from their holidays and they got COVID. And mm -hmm. these are real factors that are affecting all of us. I just wanted to read a little bit more about this study. The authors of the study, study believe the uptick in gay and bisexual men hooking up has to do with them simply trying not to go crazy during what has proven to be one hell of a stressful year. Well, we know that. I Quote, can see that. Both increased sexual activity and substance use may be coping strategies for the stress of living in lockdown, they write, noting that guys who reported an increase in substance use were also significantly more likely to report increases in the number of sex partners, anal sex partners, and unprotected sex partners. That's interesting, that part there, because when I'm kind of stressed like that, I don't really think of sex. I might have imbibe a little bit more, but mm -hmm. I don't know that I really resort to sex now if they are talking about sex like really hardcore sex that we've talked about on this show like meth and horrible things like that that induce people to want to have sex then maybe that but alcohol what did you think when you heard that last bit of the study i could see it i could see it for myself especially i think that when i am feeling down i do use sex as a crutch I haven't been using it, using it as a crutch during this pandemic. I have only had sex with one person. Um, but and yeah. It, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Shady Nutcracker coming out. Shady Nutcracker is here. Busting uh, your balls like a good Nutcracker does. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But Teddy says that out of all of his gay friends in, in Los Angeles, only one or two more acquaintances are not regularly hooking up. It's business as usual there. So, I it, guess in Los Angeles. I guess, it, I don't know, maybe it's the same here as well. 
So in other words, people are hooking up despite... People are hooking up. He only knows two people that are not actually actively hooking up. It's so weird. Yeah, I don't... In these times, I don't feel as... I mean, I feel sexy and I want to... I mean, we talk a lot about porn consumption, but I, I have been on the apps and see that people are willing and able and want to hook up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I'm chit-chatting with somebody, I am a little bit thrown off by their cavalier. Like there is almost no conversation about the pandemics that we're in and addressing that. It's almost like, you know, where are you at? What are you into? How soon can you get here? And yeah. With no mention, now I don't know if they're not mentioning it because it's not sexy to talk about COVID or if they just don't want to deal with it at all. But I find that interesting too. And when I do read those types of things or I read things like partying, I'm like, okay, yeah, here we go. Forget it. And then I'm actually turned off. It doesn't mean I'm still not horny. It just means that I'm turned off from that, if that makes any sense. Definitely does. And I use the, mainly I use the apps for just talking, communication, and and getting random dick pics from people, which I think oh. has <laughs> has helped me helped me through the pandemic and, and, and feeling not really connected to people. Well, and lastly, since the number of people that really didn't know you could get COVID was so high, they do put this up, and I'll just read you a couple of the things Uh, If you're sexually active with someone outside of your household, consider these precautions to reduce your risk of getting it. Minimize, obviously, the number of sexual partners you have. That's what I was talking about before when I just had that one that you kind of know. It's a good time to have an F buddy. Avoid sex partners who have symptoms. Well, that's another thing. Avoid kissing. Avoid sexual behaviors that have a risk of fecal oral transmission or that involve semen or urine so that's an interesting one okay that's where the port of glory one of our sponsors could be good if you don't swallow and and that sort of thing port of glory make sure you get one of those that it's very useful in this pandemic portable glory hole you can go to portaglory.club mention tags and you will get twenty dollars off the order i think it's kind of cool they obviously said use condoms and dental dams during anal sex and oral they say wear a mask during sexual activity wash your hands and shower before and after sexual activity and according to dr goldstein who's been on the show we should be showering after sex anyways just for that residue really kind of scrubbing away all of that make it fun have sex have a shower with your partner wash your sex toys we're going to be talking about toys a little bit later in this episode wash them before and after using them and our guest Corey Harmon says store them properly too like in their own proper bags don't leave them out because they can attract dirt and bacteria and lastly use soap or alcohol wipes to clean the area where you have had sexual activity I say just shower and and use soap but you know things to consider Um, feel free to Cody read anything that people are saying before we move on Uh, uh, Teddy called me a grinder tease and 100% 100% facts. <laughs> Thank you, Teddy. <laughs> Shady Nutcracker just made an appearance again. There he is. There he is. You know, <laughs> Teddy must have a Shady Nutcracker where he is, too. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Nice. Okay. Well, we want you to, this is the show where you get to weigh in and give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. Let's get into this week's episode or 
um, segment called Vulnerable Voices. We've been doing it since we started this program podcast since the beginning. I love it. We wanted to talk about loneliness. Mm. And I know it's kind of a, it's a vulnerable topic. But it all stemmed from a video that I watched on Queerty the other day with comedian Michael Henry. And actually don't have it up here, but I'll just describe it to you. Essentially, Michael Henry's in his living room and he's got the Christmas decorations up and he gets a call from a girlfriend. You get the feeling that they went to school together. She asks, he asks her, how you doing? And she says, oh, I'm good. Of course, the kids are, you know, I'm trying to get them gifts and this year's hard because I have to order everything online. And then she asks him, how are you doing? How are you really doing? And he starts to go on this whole monologue of how he is lonely and he's kind of bored because after he works all day, he finds himself looking around in his apartment and seeing like the sunrise or the sunset glow happen. And he's just staring at it. And he's realizing from a mental health issue that he's actually lonely without having any human contact for so long. And he desperately, he misses, he actually says, I miss the club. I miss going out that when my friends told me, you look cute in your jeans. And when I could just meet random strangers and act like I was it on the dance floor. And I mean, I think we can all relate to that. And ultimately at the end of the skit, he looks down at the phone and it's silent. Like she's not even saying, Oh, I hear you. And yeah. the next thing you hear in the skit is she's like, oh, sorry, uh, the dog pooped on the deck and we had to go clean it up. Anyways, how are you, how's LA? Oh, and by the way, are you watching shark tank? And then he's like rolling his eyes. He's like, yeah, I am. And they get into that in the end of the skit. But I, it got me thinking about loneliness and a lot of how we felt about loneliness. And I found myself, I'm actually okay. I'm kind of a loner, interestingly enough. And I, but I've been using this time wisely by getting to know like my doormen and talking to them. I've had like more interesting conversations with my doormen and this, my building that I live in. And I see we're allowed to use our gym in our building. And I don't okay. really talk to everybody, but I find myself and to, to your point in just a second that you told me offline, I found myself looking at other men that I wouldn't normally have been attracted to, but I'm like, hmm, I wonder what he'd be like in bed. Or <laughs> I'm not sure about that body over there, but you know what? I mean, in a pinch, I'd do it. And I'm, you know, I'm just kind of like fantasizing about my doorman, about the random guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what are your thoughts about loneliness and what can you share? Uh, okay. So when you brought don't this overshare up, either. <laughs> don't TMI it. When do I never overshare? I always overshare. Right, we might one. have to have an appearance. <laughs> there, keep them. Just keep them out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, keep them out. Right. Yeah. Oh man, he's so, peeking like, right now. He's peeking. <laughs> he's watching me, he's and watching, I get, yeah. I, <laughs> he knows when I'm sleeping. He knows when I'm awake. Okay. All right. <laughs> so. Like I was telling you offline and like you were just saying, I have been just exploring, you know, guys that I wouldn't normally date, maybe seeing where things could go. It's it's a it's a strange time. So I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone and dating guys that I wouldn't normally date. And that's how I'm explaining it to myself. And 
I just didn't feel a connection to those guys. And I didn't feel like, especially not being able to kiss or hold or touch those people. It left me a little bit empty inside. And I got really, really, really depressed and sad about a month and a half ago to where I just completely stopped talking to all of them. And because there, there were a couple, it was more than one, honestly. Yeah, well, let me stop you right there because and I mean, one of the things I remember commending you early on in this lockdown pandemic that we found ourselves in was that you really, I commended you because you really got out there and I found every other week or every week you seemed to have a new date and you were yeah. practicing social distancing, you were going in walks in the park and sometimes dinner. And I thought, wow, good for Cody. That's really awesome that you're really doing that. Were you meeting all these guys on the apps and what what made these guys like how were you meeting people before that you seem to have more of a connection? Was there just slimmer pickings on people that were willing to want to go out and you just said, hey, well, you want to go out with me? I'll go out with you. <laughs> Not like my doorman, but I mean, at least you narrowed yours down. I don't know how to take that, that, that. <laughs> Did I have slimmer pickings? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> and people had more options. <laughs> no, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I feel like oh, definitely I met all these people on the apps. There was, I feel like beforehand I was meeting more people on, on like in person, in clubs, in other social settings at a party, perhaps to where you could actually get the vibe beforehand to where you could see, Do you know, really if you had actually go out with chemistry or not. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So without that is what you're saying is you only were relying on the apps. And yes. with that, you found yourself on dates with people like, did you find yourself like, Oh my God, in your head, like, this is no, I'm not talking to like a doorknob, I'm, you know, and this is so boring. Or were you thinking like this is so boring? Because I've been on do? dates. What am I gonna watch actually, later? <laughs> <laughs> I've been on dates where I've actually wanted to fall asleep on people, and this hasn't been the case. It wasn't the case with any of these guys that I was dating. Okay, it was just the fact that I I think it goes along with the fact that I wasn't able to touch them. I'm a very affectionate person when it comes to a relationship. So I feel like missing that tactile part of a relationship really brought on a lot of my depression. And also it's getting dark at two o'clock in the afternoon now. So that seasonal depression- Well, when you get up at one, child, <laughs> <laughs> you only got so much time to get the day in. So I'm just gonna- <laughs> Um, uh, sorry. Well, so yeah. Well, I mean, I think the other thing is, so you found yourself on these dates, and a lot of them weren't that interesting. And you were telling me something offline that you, what did you end up doing with a lot of these to kind of, what was your workaround? So when I get sad, I basically just go into shutdown mode. I'm like a turtle in its shell. I withdraw right into myself. I get really contemplative. I get really, I just go inside myself and look for answers as to why I'm feeling this way. So you go and through that I, is what you're saying. I completely <laughs> cut everybody off. Got I completely cut everybody off. I wasn't talking to anybody and it made me feel guilty, but it was something that I had to do for myself in order to work out why I was feeling this way. And it's really selfish. I, after I talked to you, I actually reached out to one of the people that I ghosted and oh had my a, god 
a short text conversation with him about what was going on. I didn't get too in depth with it. And I had had this. You don't know these huh? people anything. You don't know these people. I, you're right. I don't owe anybody anything, but I feel like because he was still texting me, even even though I wasn't even responding to him at all, he was still texting me. Okay. Well, so, he has other issues then. I mean, I'm not judging. It's neither here nor there. I, he, I know you're not. I am. But so <laughs> is, is he the one that you ultimately said, okay, well, I, I just need to like respond to this guy because you were starting to feel bad for his mental health, perhaps? I responded to him because I thought that, I thought that, I, I didn't feel like I owed him anything, but I thought that it would give him a peace of mind to know what was going on, that I wasn't hurt or that I wasn't, that I was actually doing okay. I was just working through some things for myself. So I wanted to give him some peace of mind. I didn't feel like I owed him an explanation. And honestly, I, I did it a little bit for me as well because I was starting to feel guilty about not responding to him at all that I just completely, cause I know that's been done to me before and I felt horrible when it was done to me. It was done to me during the pandemic. It just <laughs> happened to me maybe, maybe like, <laughs> maybe that's why I got depressed. <laughs> right. Because somebody ghosted me and I was just like, oh, well, I, 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 and it didn't feel good, but. You never it's know. Something. I think, yeah. I think when people, I've ghosted people, people have ghosted mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I think in this period, we shouldn't get so sensitive about those things because there's so much is going on. Yeah. You know, I mean, like your story just a few minutes ago, taking care of your mom and you were heavily enthralled with being a nurse to your mom. You know, you're not thinking about men at that moment. Lawrence Nightingale over here. Lawrence Nightingale. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Well, so I think, yeah, I think that's really good. I mean, I did find myself this morning, for instance, mm -hmm. that maybe I was go going through my phone, scrolling all the way back to the beginning of the year, January. If you okay. want to like give yourself sort of a shockwave, scroll that is not back a good idea. <laughs> to the beginning of 2020 and see what some of your conversations That sounds like were. a recipe for disaster. I was reading my text for like three months going, who is this person? Who, who, who was I? Who, what, who was did I, I think I was? Who are these random texts of somebody that I just like, oh, hey, you're hot. We're going to get together. I was going to naked parties. I was, I was, I was like a film, a TV show that, you know, didn't end well, that the season finale <laughs> happened and we only got one season, but it was a good, but it was a good one. Like it was a there, good show. I mean, if the I would watch. were following, I was at a sex naked party. I was at a sex party. I was sleeping with an old time guy that I used to hook up with that he came over one night or read at like 4 a.m. I'm like, do I remember that? But I do now. And yeah. uh, there was another guy I met at the naked party that we were hooking up for a minute. There was another boyfriend. They had an open relationship. Okay. okay. They, were, they were supposed to be sleeping together with a third. But anyway, <sighs> it, he, I, he came over and I was even like, he went on a trip and I was like, I know I was kind of a mess. I think no, you, you were living your best gay New York life. It was, it was season one of this hot, re this reality show that was a hot mess and got canceled. But I, <laughs> I was kind of like, I'm not canceled but, by COVID. <laughs> but 
the life I lead now, and I'm a person that truly believes in change and renewal. And in a lot of ways, this time frame has been good. Like, I think mm -hmm. even when the doors open, it's not going to be like, woohoo, and we're going to be like, you know, we are a lot of us are going to be dancing in the streets and partying like it's 1999. But yeah. I don't know that I'm going to be going back to season one of my life. Yeah, I think I'm going to, but I might inflect a little bit of this or that here and there. I, I do miss a good bar moment or sidling up ne next to somebody. But I don't know that there's a lot of what I was looking at in my season one. Randomly that I, making out with that, a guy in a bar. Uh, a lot that. of that. A lo well, I had a <laughs> lot of those moments. And I'm sharing with you just some of it. Like, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I was, I was right there with you. I was season one all day. I can remember... They would have put your episodes back to, we would have been the good that, double night feature. Oh my gosh, we would be the double feature. I'd be prime time and you'd precede my show, but that's okay. As a double duo, we'd be like, I mean, eating popcorn and a lot of shit. Yes. Yeah. We would be like Grey's Anatomy and, and oh, Chicago God. Fire. <laughs> we would make guest appearances on each other's show. Oh, my sometimes. God. They'd be like, wait yes. a minute. What's he doing on his show? Well, you know, we're keeping it interesting. We'll see if we get to a season two. It's not going to look the same, and it's going to be a lot different. But we're on hiatus right now. We're on hiatus. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we got to go ahead. Ask me. How, are you gonna be, how have you been dealing with the loneliness, though? So... In a lot of ways, I, I wrote some notes here. And one of the things I've been doing, and you're a singer, a really good singer. Oh, thank you. I find, it's yeah, <laughs> he's, I'll turn him away. He's not being shady. <laughs> you can look at the back of him right now. But he's looking at me like, why are you complimenting him? <laughs> for those listening, I'm being silly with a nutcracker that I got for Christmas. And I'm being silly. I don't know why. But things like singing, I'm singing out loud. I found that as, as yes. working with breath work, I, I'm addicted to exercise right now. And we don't know when they're going to close. So I'm doing a lot of exercise. I'm screaming when I can out loud and singing, which I find for loneliness, it's, it's a release. And, mm -hmm. and I'm watching a lot of comedy. Like I'm putting on old Seinfeld and old yeah. Ab Fab because laughter, my mom and I were talking about it, is I just love to laugh. Like I love silliness and it's, that's helping my that. loneliness. And then long ass conversations with my mom after I order all her groceries on Instacart, nice. as I scold her for wanting to eat like, you know, nachos, but I still order it for her. And we talk about everything. We solve the world's problems and it's fun. So I'm closer to her and a lot of my friends via the phone than I was mm -hmm. in my season one past life. So that helps. I'm watching a lot of great movies. I'm talking to my doorman, I said. You know, I do miss, you know, actual human contact and all sorts, but I'm having date night with myself a lot and I kind of like it. <laughs> Get to know yourself. Get to know yourself. And laugh as much as possible.
Hey, well, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Tags Alive. I sure am. And in just a minute, we are going to be talking about adult toys, our favorite ones, and the ones we want for Christmas. But the best way to play with your toys is with our sponsor, Pure, a range of premium personal lubricants made in Germany and formulated with the highest quality ingredients designed to maximize pleasure. From silicon lubes like the global best-selling Pure Original to water-based Pure Aqua for sex toys, like we're going to be talking about, and then of course Pure Backdoor, one of my favorites for anal play. All of their Pure Lubes are FDA-approved, Class II medical devices, dermatologically tested, condom safe, and guarantee long-lasting, silky, never-sticky glide. Head over to pure.us, that's P-J-U-R.us, and find your perfect lube that works for you this holiday season. You can get 20% off. Use our promo code at checkout, TALKGAYSEX. You'll get 20% off. They make great stocking stuffers, perfect gifts, or in this time frame, solo play. Again, go to pure.us, promo code TALKGAYSEX, and enjoy. Absolutely. Well, let's get into our final segment, and I wanted to talk a little bit about it. It's kind of by our our sponsor, Pure, and you guys can get, Ooh. yeah, we've got all these great Pure lubes that are, they've got four different ones, and I love them because they've got water-based and silicon. They have one for back door, which I want to talk to you about in a minute because you were telling me something offline. They've got water-based <laughs> personal lubricant, and you guys can all get 20% off. It's great stocking stuffers or just for yourself. Like we're talking about loneliness. This will help you out. Get 20% off. Go to pure.us. Maybe put that in the in our pjur.us. And our promo code is TalkGaySex, and you'll get 20% off. But I wanted to share with you uh, that we had Finn Deerhart, sex and intimacy coach, on last week when you were out, Cody. And Finn was talking to me a lot about Tantra play, date night with yourself. And I did it. I put on great music. I lit candles. And he has a mirror exercise where you literally get naked or put on the, like, I have so many singlets. I could open up a small boutique here and harnesses. So you, I put one of those on and you just kind of look in the mirror and you begin to explore your body edging yourself not too full coming and you you in other words you don't look at porn you don't get on get off you start to just get to know yourself and what pleases you and obviously you get to the cock and all that fun stuff but you start to explore other parts of your body that have senses and sensations and Doing that, you can do edging that way all night long. And if you got the right music on, the right lighting, I really enjoyed it and highly recommend it. Um, Cody, you should have a date night with yourself since you're not having any I luck with it. the guys. And I guarantee you, Cody, you will not ghost yourself. <laughs> I need a date night with myself. I definitely do. And don't ghost yourself. Yeah. I, I probably I'll try not to. <laughs> yeah, I, I my I will do my best to call myself back. I I really will. I I mean, but I feel guilty if I don't if I don't call myself back. That was uh, 
Le, is it Lamont? That was Lamont, a great podcast. Yes. Oh, I'm glad. Yes, Finn Deerheart. You can go to finndeerheart.com. He's awesome. He actually has a toy. I think he might be sending it to me too to try out. It's mm -hmm. it's a better Ooh. version of a flesh jack of some sort. And I'll let you guys know when I get it and I'll give you my review. Finn definitely wants to hear from me. And he said something's coming in the mail today. So I'm really excited to explore with that and have date night. I'm turns out I'm, I liked my date with myself and I'm going on a second one. So okay. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Take it I, where I you it can get it. But you, in terms of toys, I was yes. talking to you and you're more of a top, but you were considering getting a dildo of some sort and you told me you were scared. Don't be scared. I am definitely scared of the dick. Uh, <laughs> Not the real dick. Or, or otherwise. No. Oh. <laughs> Especially taking it in the back back there. I'm definitely scared of the dick. Um, you mean in, the back, in the back door? In the back door, yes. Uh, I might have to get some pure with the jojoba back there so that I can make sure that it slides in real easy. Because I've tried it in other places, and it's definitely gentle and 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 it, it goes it makes for a wonderful lubricant uh shady but yeah so once has a i see i you. see the shady nutcracker right now he and if you can me. see his mouth <laughs> he wants why are you so afraid of the cock or the, the i <laughs> i just have i don't know if i have always been afraid of the dick but i have grown afraid of the dick i think that being a strict top for so long has made me feel like a little bit of anxiety when it comes to bottoming. So, I think you called yeah. yourself a feminine top or something like that. <laughs> I, 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 you said <laughs> I think you called me one of those, but you called me that first. No, no, and I'm then... a, well, I brought out some, some of mine to share with you. And one that I really like that Dr. Goldstein, a proc leading proctologist, who's always leading the way for us gay men, wanted, recommends when you're starting, when you're fearful like you are, when you're more of a top, but you wanna have date night and explore because you're really missing out on the sensations that can happen. You may never be a total bottom or even wanna do that, but it would be sad to think that you couldn't explore all of your body, Cody. And one of the ways you can do is, is, a, is a butt plug and I've got Ooh. one here. And what I love about them is they're, you ease into them yourself. So in other words, no one's ramming this up unless you want them to, but no one's ramming them into you. And there are people play with these and you can do it. He recommends Dr. Goldstein that if you're trying to just loosen up, it can be sexual, your time with yourself. You can use these in the shower with lube, oh, okay. the proper lube. And you can do it if you're just trying to arouse yourself and explore, you can keep it in there because that's a whole thing too for a while to relax yourself. Or you can just do it to relax yourself and not for sexual reasons. In other words, you're just really trying to open up that tight old, I mean, that tight, that, anyways, you know tight what I mean. Old, okay. No. Where's the, you got the nutcracker back out. That yeah. looks like something that you actually, that looks like a knickknack that you, a tchotchke that you have around your house. 
That looks yeah. like something that you could have as decoration around your house. That's beautiful. I, I think it's, it's a little bullshit. chewed up. But I don't know why. But... <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your butthole doing to that thing? I just want. That's what I want to know. Maybe it's using it too much is the problem. I don't know. But um, but then you can go up into greater and I will I would show you some of the other ones but oftentimes the large I have one that's huge a dildo and I find myself okay. not wanting to use that one too much it's almost too gargantuan and too big and sometimes okay. that doesn't the amount of work and time that it takes to relax to get that is too long so sometimes a more medium-sized one is good but I do recommend Cody and for those listening out there in our listening audience uh, to explore with butt plugs and they come in different sizes and you can definitely explore and you don't have to ram it in and it can be a great accompaniment to your solo date night with yourself you're laughing why are you laughing <laughs> i'm laughing because you said you don't have to ram it in also i agree with you i think that i got a lot of great suggestions like you said from Corey Harmon. Corey is, yes. a, is a toy expert uh jennifer who isn't here tonight but she she gave me a lot of great recommendations as far as uh, i just need to pull the plug there you go. Yeah. So, but Teddy says that he wants me to say hohaba again. I don't know if it was sexy that time because I was trying. <laughs> ho oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. And, and Lamont says verse life is great, and I agree with him. I just am. How am would you a, know? You know? You need to really. I am anxiety. You said you're a strict job. You I am a. I have bought them before, Steve. I have. Okay, okay, calm down. <laughs> and Shady, I said 20. <laughs> and then Teddy says, "Give me you're uh, the one eye right now." I know the side eye. <laughs> Teddy <laughs> says that, that was a, a big butt plug that you pulled out. Was it? Oh, and, and then. <laughs> And then to go along with that comment, he says, uh -oh, and I'm glad you said define big. <laughs> he said, for Steve, it's small, though. And I said, well, oh, shady. That was shady. Yeah. The shade is can be felt over here in New York City. Wow. I love it. I love it. Amazing. Well, yes. yes. So would you, question for you, try the date night with yourself? <laughs> I'm definitely going to try date night with myself. You are? Uh -oh. Okay, good. Uh-oh. <laughs> we, we had a special guest there for oh, a second. Oh, live shows. <laughs> live shows. Well, I'm definitely going to tr try date night with myself. Um, I'm going to use my flesh jack right now okay. because that's, that's all that I have. And I'm going to investigate other things to use. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I like the open That's mind. That's all I can promise right now. And date night with yourself. Yes. Well, we want to thank you for playing. This has been a lot of fun. You know, we have a poll that we do every single week based on the shows that you listen to. And this week's poll, um, we're talking a, a, a lot of fun stuff. Cody is actually going to answer the questions on our after show when you become a Patreon member. We do this fun after show. We're recording it tomorrow. It'll be out tomorrow evening. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to put Cody to the test on what he thinks on a lot of these things. But you can take our poll. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and take our poll. There's three questions. 
It's a lot of fun. We will report back on the show. Lastly, like I said, Cody's on the after show, Tags After, coming out tomorrow night. Consider checking that out. And we have a fun, sexy gift guide that we came out Ooh. with. We reported on it this week on Tags Podcast. Lincoln right. and Jeremy weighed in and gave us their sexy gift guide. And on, on a lot of them, you get some discounts on them. Go to tagspodcast.com. It's episode 223 where we talk about it. And then if you go to the website, you'll see the breakdown of everything there, plus all the links. Cody Maurice Doggett, I'm so glad you're back and you're doing well. COVID so free. Absolutely. COVID free. Ugh. COVID free. And wish me and everybody wish me luck when I give my blood plasma antibodies. Um, do you want me to bring you some like soup or something? I'm, I've become a very good nerd. <laughs> you wear your um, Florence Night and what was it? My Florence Nightingale. My mom actually bought me one. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I love <laughs> no, it. She did. She, she did not. <laughs> but I she might, did make I me might. do an accent. <laughs> I'll do it for you offline. I love it. All right. Well, follow us on all social media at Tags Podcast. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, but keep it sexy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.